Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. Good evening, dear listeners. Tonight, I welcome director Cody Falk and producer Chris Aplashen of the upcoming film Voorhees, which references the man behind the mask in the Friday the 13th film franchise. The film is a Wet Paint Pictures production, and you can find out more about them if you go to the Facebook group entitled Voorhees, and you can also follow them on Snapchat at V-O-O-R, the number 13, H-E-E-S, that is uh, Vor13Hees. And also, let me give a quick shout-out to actor Neil Fruin for helping set up this interview. So I see that Cody and Chris are on the line. So let me go ahead and bring them on the air. Chris, Cody, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having us. Hello. Thank you. Fantastic. Yes, thanks for coming on. Okay, now, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Yes, why did you choose a film that comes from an existing franchise and not an original story? Uh, that's a good question. We um, we ruminated over this uh, for a long time. We had kind of started with uh, doing our own brand of short horror movies, two, three, four-minute things uh, that were original, but um, we wanted to do something more. And as we started to explore what we wanted to do, uh, we toyed with the idea of, of this, which, you know, what is essentially a fan, a fan film. Um, and, you know, as fans of it, uh, we researched it and we decided that, you know, maybe we have not built the audience yet uh, that people would, would, would be familiar with us in our work and, even though this is not uh, an original um, idea, if we can do this right, if we can represent this uh, to the fans and to people that want to see it and do it well, uh, hopefully that will lead to an opportunity where the next one we do could be something original and we already have an audience for it. Great, great. So now, Cody, talk about your casting and how far you are along in uh, the production. Sure, sure, buddy. Well, first things first, I, I got to say uh, thank you for having us on the show tonight. It's a, it's a privilege to be here, and a big shout-out to Mr. Uh, Neil Fruin for uh, uh, recommending us to, uh, to be on the show. It's a privilege to be here tonight. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but uh, to answer your question, uh, you know, we uh, it was actually a long process when it came down to casting um it kind of uh turned into you know we me and chris got together for you know months on end and uh you know started developing a script and you know we we were at the point where it's like okay we got a decent script now who's going to fill these shoes for these actors and uh we you know did tons and tons of auditions you know faces came and they and they went and they're gone and you know we we finally found a good uh a good cast uh, you know with auditions after auditions and um the uh, the main cast uh, didn't take very long, you know. They they came in quick, and like I said, they came kind of came in and 
went out the door really quick. You know, we, we knew what we were looking for. And when we found them, you know, they, as soon as we, you know, after the auditions of the table reads, we knew that, you know, who we wanted. And, uh, the, now, you know, that was the main cast and that turned out to be great. We had a great cast. Now, when it goes into Jason, that was, a uh, when things went a little, that was a different whole route, you know, got a little tedious. We actually ended up auditioning, uh, a little over, I think, like uh, 50 people to play Jason, uh, and it was a, it was starting to get a little hairy there at the end. We didn't know who we were gonna get, you know. Uh, Jason being, you know, this is what people want to see. He's got to be imposing. He's got to be, he's got to bring that presence, that uh, that atmosphere to the film. And uh, it was a challenge to uh, to seek out him. But when we found him, uh, you know, we knew he was the one. And I think people are gonna be really impressed when we see. Uh, when they see this guy on the screen. So now, Cody, I have to ask you, now is this Jason more like your Jason or is it like totally built from the movies? I mean, like when some, when an actor comes in, was, was it more like something, you were looking for something from a movie or it's like you're, 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 you're bringing your, your ideas to it? Well, you know, you, I, I think it's a little bit of both actually, you know, because, you know, Friday the 13th being, you know, how successful, I mean, this is a character and this is a franchise that's been around for over 40 years now. Uh, you don't want to just, you know, drop everything and go your whole nother route. You know, people, you know, love the classics and till to this day, they still remain to be people's, you know, they love over and over. They know how the movies are. This, It's just, they go back to see Jason. So, you know, I think what we wanted to do was take the old school, uh, atmosphere of the Jason character and then bring a twist to it with our own little twist. So, you know, we definitely had an idea of how we wanted to change things, you know, but in the same, in the same kind of way, he's still very, that old school, very imposing, you know, you know, killer Jason that he is. And, you know, we made little tweaks here now, you know, here and there and uh, to make him to fit in the film. And I think people are really, really going to get a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what are some of the uh, familiar faces that uh, we can expect to see in the film? As for the cast? Yeah, for the, as for the cast. Um, well, you can expect to see uh, uh, Christopher Enlow, who uh, has who's developed a, a really g- good name for himself in the local uh, D&B area. He's done, you know, many, many projects before. Uh uh, we have a lot of new guys who uh, are up-and-coming actors. You know, they've done more like theater kind of stuff and some independent TV shows. But um, these guys really are what they're making the movie. I mean, these guys bring their, you know, no questions asked. You tell them to do this, that, they on. They got their game face on. And these guys really bring uh, this drive to the film. And, uh, we, you know, we couldn't do it without these guys. They're really... Uh, you, you, met, you, know, you, you mentioned Neil Frillin. Uh, Neil Neil's got a a, a, yeah. nice, a little role in this as well, and uh, we're we haven't gotten to that point in filming yet. But uh, uh, if if you know Neil and you know what he's capable of, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty a pretty fun scene, a pretty interesting uh, character that he's going to play. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So. Uh, Chris, I got to ask you about this uh this whole business about some leaked test scenes. 
has that been a happy accident for you? Has that uh, helped uh, with uh, publicity? Well, uh, what's what's that saying? That, that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, I guess <laughs> that applies here. Uh, that's that's an old that's an old thing. Um, but you know, and that's and that's fine. I mean, we've we've been very careful trying to keep wraps on 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 what the story is because you know we have we have a, a different take on it, but we but we wanted to bring our own version of it, uh, and. I think the most the thing that gets people's attention about that is the is Jordan who plays Jason. Uh, let me tell you, he is a big dude. He's a big cat. He played <laughs> defensive end for uh, for uh, his career as a defensive end. So he's going to bring uh, a presence that we're really excited about. He's going to bring the heat. And the quick glimpse of him in there in that little leak. Uh, I think just gives a little flavor to what to what we, we we hope to 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 see in a in the big package. So um, you know this this is a world of social media, and then there's there's plenty of uh, I mean we have as you mentioned we have a Snapchat, we've got websites, we've got Facebook. I mean stuff gets around, and so it, I guess you call it a happy accident, but. Um, just a little flavor of what of what we hope to uh, to bring. Absolutely. Now, this is a question I'm, uh, I'm going to pose to both of you. And uh, Cody, I guess I'll start with you on um, talking about the character of Jason. Why do you think some of the fans out there look at as Jason as a bit of a hero? That's a good question. Uh, you know, man, I. I think it's that hockey mask, man. I, I think the moment you just, you know, I, I really, I really do. I mean, I, I like you can be on Facebook, you can be on, you can just see a commercial on TV. The moment you see that hockey mask, you know who it is, and it's just, it's just like burned in your memory. You know, it's just like when you see that hockey mask, you know, you know exactly who it is. You know what he's capable of. You know that he's an unstoppable, you know, force, and he's just a, you know, killing machine. But People come back and forth every single day, and they watch they watch these movies over and over to you know to you know see Jason. He he really is the money maker, and he just he brings so much to these films. And you know, it's just a, it's just a simple slasher film, and and you know it's been around for forty years, and it's still and they're still being made, and they're still being talked about. You know, the video games are coming out. It's just. I think that hockey mask, man, it's just like his symbol. And, you know, it's just like you know what he is as soon as you see it, game time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if I ever if I ever envisioned him as heroic because, uh, I, I, you know, the heroes that, that I uh, look to never really scared the hell out of me. Um, so <laughs> I think I – I think it's iconic uh, with with the mask and with the, with the story. It's it's become a piece of Americana. Uh, you know, the slasher film was launched uh, in the, you know in 1980 and and has has not really stopped. So I think it's a you know it's it's a part of our culture now. Um, but uh, you know, in terms of of uh, 
of 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 our efforts at this, you know, like like me, what what we want to do is is scare the hell out of people, and try as try as best we can to to bring the same impact uh, when you see this guy coming. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I and I got and I gotta throw this out there because I can't stress this enough, and, it, and it, I think this will come across when the film is out. This guy is not only that he's playing; he's doing such so like such a good job as playing Jason, but he really is scary. I mean, just just for a quick example for you, Will. I mean, there was there was times where we were doing test footage, and we obviously seen him coming at us, and we had plenty of time to react, and we were still terrified. <laughs> wow! It's like he he brought he he's just got this the guy we got like uh, as Chris mentioned his name is Jordan he's a big guy and he brings so much to the character that we we had four or five grown men who knew he was coming at us and we were still scared as hell when he came at us. <laughs> we'll call cut. I think that's enough for the day. We're calling cut. <laughs> you know he's just he he's bringing such a different thing and I think. You know, just for test footage, just for him scaring us, and we knew he was coming at us. When you see him on the screen, I think people are really going to be hanging on to their seats, and they're going to be they're going they're going to go on a little bit of a ride here because bringing his A game, and uh, you know, Jason is definitely back in our eyes, and I think that's going to be delivered in the film. He, he yeah, was also legit throwing that machete at that kid. I mean, that was there was no uh, CGI there. He was actually winding up, and uh, he's got a big right arm. He was he he was throwing that machete very hard. So uh, it was a little a little startling. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Wow. Wow. And yeah, and Cody, go, back to, the back, go, go back to the leaked footage. No, I was just gonna say, go back to the leaked footage. You know, sure, it was unfortunate, but to see the reaction from that little eight-second clip was phenomenal. I mean, the it, it kind of blew up on social media so quick. And, you know, we were kind of upset at first that it got leaked out, but once we saw the reaction, you know, it was almost kind of like, okay, it's almost like people actually are really digging this and they want to see this. We're going to deliver it. We're doing this for the fans. It's made by the fans for the fans. And we're going to make sure we do, we're going to do this right. And it was really cool to see people get really excited about that little leak footage. You know, leak or not, the fans got excited, and that's what it's all about. That's right. That is right. So, Cody, talk about some of your drone shots. Oh, yeah, the drone shots. Uh, those are, you know, the drone shots are really fun to do. You know, we have a few scenes where that required our drone operator to come out and shoot those aerial uh, angles. Those, you know, uh, the location that we're filming in, uh, in Centerville, uh, the drone shots just—they're breathtaking. I mean, we—you put that thing up in the air, and we're like, "All right, let's shoot this thing." And they—you know—they're going over the woods, they're going over these abandoned buildings, going over our Camp Crystal Lake. I mean, there's—they're just really fun to shoot, actually. I mean, they're going over the lakes, and our, we have a really very—we're—we're uh, we're very uh, appreciative of our of our drone operator. You know, he—he's got a really nice drone, and he's been you know, coming out doing these very, like, beautiful drone shots. And, you know, we're just – we're grateful for just just having those in the film. And I think once you see them actually in the film on the big screen, they're, 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 they're almost beautiful. You know, they're breathtaking. They really are. They're fun to shoot. Yeah, that's 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 the uh, the trend now. You don't have crane shots so much anymore. It's 
All, you know, a lot of drone shots now. Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say we overuse the drone shots. I think we have I think we you know we have a few good drone shots in the film. We don't definitely don't overuse it, but the shots that you do see the drone shots they're very very they're beautiful to look at and they, and they sit very they they sit subtle in the film, and they're gonna look really good on the screen. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so now Chris, what's been some of your uh, your biggest challenges as executive producer? Whoa, uh, biggest challenges, um, let's see, uh, um, where to find the best fake blood, uh, where to find, uh, two dozen donuts, uh, at six in the morning, um, how are we going to get, uh, how are we going to get, uh, a machete that looks realistic that isn't actually going to hopefully hurt any of our actors. Um, you know, it's, Medical it's, uh, yeah. there's so it's, it, we don't have a, we don't really uh, have, I mean, we delineate the, the chores, but I mean, we're, we're doing all this stuff and we're, and we're helped out by the actors too. I mean, whatever it takes to get things, um, moving we do whether it's whether it's if i if i have to stand there and hold the boom mic if i have to help jason get his gear on um go get coffee i mean work on 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 making sure that we have the right uh props for this part of the script uh making sure we're looking at the right version of the script which almost became a problem the other day um it's really everything you can you can uh you can imagine and things you never really knew, you know, the, the little things that pop up, um, are, are really, um, you, you don't really anticipate all of it that happens, but I think that, you know, the biggest thing that we're trying to do is, is set goals and keep to goals. And the first goal is to make a really good movie and, and scare people. And the, and the second main goal is to, stay true to the franchise and the, and make something that the fans are actually really going to want to love because they're the ones that put us on the map. You know, we had a, we had a Kickstarter campaign and we reached our goal. We, we, we had a pretty modest sum in mind. Uh, but the thing that amazed us and the thing that it was kind of inspiring is that people came out of, the woodwork, uh, all kinds of donations, small, large, and, you know, sure, we knew some of them, and we knew some people were going to donate when we put this together, but we had no idea that we were going to collect uh, donations from such a wide variety of people uh, who are just fans, who are just hungry for uh, this kind of movie. They haven't seen they haven't seen one in a while, and, and you know, so we're, we're uh, it's daunting to have to fill that that void um that is that is probably a the big broad challenge that we face but you know we're excited about it yeah and uh and chris uh, on that vein now what are some of the hoops for example that you had to go through to get locations in centerville well the hoop uh the, the hoop was, was was lowered by by mr neil fruin because he has a, a, a big plot of land, um, and uh, it 
is got a lot of atmosphere. Um, I know that there's been some pictures posted on on the website, on the Facebook site, but but there is a vibe in this place uh, that obviously has nothing to do with Neil, but the land there has a number of abandoned structures in various stages of disrepair, um, fields, woods, pond, um, you know, we, we were wondering where it was we were going to find our Camp Crystal Lake. Um, and, you know, to Neil's great credit, uh, he, he offered us his, his venue. Um, it's not all going to be done there. Um, we've done a number of local, I mean, this is a local area show. All the people that are in this are local. The actors are local. We've, we've been obviously in Centerville. We've been in Alexandria. We've been in Huntley Meadows, uh, which is a park, uh, off of route one. Um, and we still probably have a couple other spots we're going to explore, but uh, you know, I think one thing we found is that this this region in in the D.C. area, Northern Virginia, is is ripe with anything you want if you can find it, whether it's uh, whether it's lush woods, uh, you know, running water, uh, farms. Um, that if you if you look hard enough, you can find it. And obviously, since we have a budget that's you know below the poverty line, um, we have to hustle and 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 make do with what we can. So, um, but a big, uh, Neil's been a, a huge help with a lot of this. Yeah, big shout out to Big shout out to yeah. Neil. He's, he's been a generous man for donating his 140 acres to us. We, we, we're forever grateful for new, uh, Neil Fruin. He, he's, he's a, he's a damn good guy. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, he is. So now, Cody, I know that you have a background in music. Uh, will you have any input into the score? Um, you know, uh, I do have a little a background in music. You know, we do have a little, like a little side project, you know, playing in a four-piece, you know, hard rock kind of grunge band. But, uh, you know, I, I, I thought about that numerous times before we actually started shooting. You know, I was like, you know, maybe I'd like to get my hands on, on doing some of the score. But, you know, I wanted someone, I wanted someone else to give a, their spin and their take on the score. And we have a, uh, I have a good friend of mine who's been, who's been doing a phenomenal job with producing the score. He's a very talented young man and uh he's been uh he's been working his butt off for you know doing the soundtrack for us and uh it's a completely original soundtrack. All the all the music and the score you see and the sound effects you hear in the film is all by him and he's been doing a phenomenal job with just like this you know he goes from anything from just like terrifying to like intense and then he'll go from something like that to like an orchestra like strings back to you know and they'll go right back to just you know suspenseful he just he's his his music variety is is unbelievable on 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 the keys and the notes that he's hitting for this for the score i mean he he's all over the place with this soundtrack it's unbelievable and i think when you hear it it really adds to the film on on all these different tones and sound effects that you hear it's almost, you know, it's a part of the movie itself, just the music, you know, and he's doing a phenomenal job, and, you know, we're forever grateful for having him. You know, everyone who's who's helping us out here, we, we couldn't do it without these guys, and, you know, we can name a million people to thank here, and, you know, we're just we're just grateful. We've got a great team here, and uh, we're having a good time. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So let's look into the future a little bit here. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what's what's the plan for uh, your release date? Well, uh, I don't. You know, we have a we have a date in mind. Um, we are still early in filming, um, and we are in the late October. Uh, the problem that we might run into is that. Uh, there's there's shots during the day and there's filming at night and we have not done any filming at night and it is going to start to get a little chilly out um, as we get into the winter. So, uh, you know, it's been pretty mild this year, but that's something that's a little unexpected, a little unpredictable in terms of of what this, uh, you know, the mid the mid Atlantic winter can be can be nothing or it can be you know, a couple of big blasts of snow. Um, but uh, without, you know, there is there is uh, uh, the next actual calendar date of Friday the 13th is April 13th. Um, so that's something to, to keep in mind. But know that we, uh, you know, I'll let, I'll let Cody finish off if, if he's got any more on how firm that is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like Chris said, I mean, we're we're very early in the in, in, in principal photography, and uh, you know, the way the way we think about this is is that we're not really worried about a release date. We just want to make the film the best that we can. We're not trying to rush this thing. We're just we have no reason to rush. You know, we want to make it the best of our ability, and you know, when it's done, it's done. And you know, when the official maybe when the official trailer drops. Maybe there'll be a release date on there, but like you know, we know that people are excited. You know, they're foaming out the mouth for this thing right now. But we just, at the end of the day, we want to make a good film, and you know, you can't do that by rushing. So, you know, we want to take our time and make sure that we, we, you know, we want to hit this. You know, we're shooting at all cylinders here for this film, and uh, you know, when a release date comes in mind, and we, you know, we'll we'll announce it to the public when we feel like you know this is when we can release it. As of now. Our our main focus is making a a Friday Thirteenth movie that stands out and you know that scares the hell out of people. <laughs> that's our <laughs> that's our goal right now. When the the release date will come in time, it's going to be released eventually. You know, we got to deliver the film first and we got to get it shot. And uh, when it's out, it's out. You know. Awesome. And then Cody, uh, I got a. Uh... Move into the kind of the technical arena here. So, talk about if you're going to use much CGI. You know, there was a lot of talk about that uh, before we began shooting principal photography. There was a lot of talks like when you want, you know, some of these scenes that we were that we were talking about were were almost too crazy that they had to require CGI, and you know, being Friday the Thirteenth. You know, being shot in the '80s, a lot of those movies were 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 made with practical effects. You know, they didn't have CGI, and if they did have CGI back then, it wasn't the best. You know, a lot of those movies in the '80s and '90s, and you know, so forth for Friday the 13th, they were practical effects. So we decided that you know, let's step out of this you know CGI world for a minute, and we're gonna make a Friday the 13th movie. So let's do it like the classics did it. Let's do this film completely practical effects 
You know, everything you see in the movie, like you saw in the leaked footage, a real machete. <laughs> you know, that actor had to move. If he, if he did not move out of the way in time, uh, there would have been some problems. <laughs> you know, mm. there, you know, we so, so we came to the conclusion that we're going to go old school. We're going to do this thing. We're going to shoot this thing just like, you know, a Friday 13th film would be shot with practical effects. No CGI required. And at the end of the day, I think if you can make people just as terrified and, and, and show people the stuff that they, when they watch it, like, oh, my God, that looked real. Well, when you see Voorhees and you see some of the stuff that we're doing in here, when you look at it and say, oh, my God, was that real? The question is, yes, it is real because there is no CGI. <laughs> you know, it, it is 100% practical effects. And that's what that's you can expect that to see that in the film, and that's what we we promise to deliver that, and you know, that's our goal. Amazing, amazing. So, Chris, uh, who's your stunt coordinator? Uh, we, we got a few one? of those. We got a few. We got a few. We you know uh, you know back to like the early like filming stuff. We we haven't gotten to the stuff yet to where it was necessary to bring like a stunt coordinator, but we do have stunt coordinators, makeup artists. They will come over time and they will get, they'll start coming into the scenes where, where it starts to become a little bit more tedious, where there's some things where it does require someone who is, you know, certified to be on set and has to make sure that we're doing this stuff safely. Because at the end of the day, sure, we're doing practical effects and some of this stuff, looks great and it's fun it's fantastic to see on film but it's it's extremely dangerous and at the end of the day the actors and everybody on set safety is the most important thing so you have to have stunt coordinators and you have to have certified uh you know actors and stunt coordinators on set to make sure that we're doing this safely because that at the end of the day sure we want to make the movie look as good as possible but we also don't want our actors being rushed to the er (laughs) right you know yeah we don't have any stunt men, uh, so uh, it's going to be the camera and the actors. And uh, you know, all of our actors are local people. They all they all have friends and families and loved ones and jobs. And uh, you know, like us, they're doing this in their in their spare time. Uh, they're volunteering their efforts for this. So uh, yeah, to Cody's point, we've, safety is a priority. Um, it, it, as part of the goal of making it look as good as we can. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And on that vein, Chris, talk about where you buy all your props. Uh, well, we've, uh, we, I, I know where uh, pretty much every thrift store is in uh, <laughs> in the Northern Virginia area. We spend a lot of time in there. Um, We, um, I I found that you can, uh, I I had no idea you can order machetes online and they will come right to your house. You can get big ones. Wow. You can get small ones. You can get serrated ones. You can get ones that are, that are blinged out. Um, Good for home defense. uh, So there's, I, well, uh, I guess you know it's it's a, it's a, it's a commerce issue. They're viewed as agricultural. Viewed as did not know stuff. that. Um, mm. I did not know that either until we started. Wow. Um, 
but uh, we we so we you know we have to be a little resourceful. Uh, there's there's stuff on on Amazon we can find. There's there's a couple stores that are that are theatrical. Um, that 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 you can find certain kinds of makeup and blood. Um, you know, I, I without without giving too much away, we're probably in the market for some fake limbs um, at some point, uh, which you know, which which we'll be doing some research on that. But I think uh, you know we we've been we've been very. Uh, uh, focused on being as resourceful as we can, and uh, you know, even even with 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 Jason's costume, I mean, yeah, we got we got a machete uh, online. Uh, Cody had a mask, um, and I think uh, I think Jordan or Jason provided his own clothes that were that were um, uh, detailed by one of our makeup people to to help him capture the look. So. Um, we're we're not above doing anything to try to get what we need when we need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there not, you not go. also just to mention that we've also had uh, very generous, uh, not only uh, generous fans who contrib- con- made their generous contributions to the film, but we've also had generous fans actually physically mm-hmm. send us masks and props just uh, for free because they like what we were doing. We they they sent us masks, they sent us all types of stuff. Uh, you know, so that was very cool. You know, that was very generous at the time. You know, when we were first getting started, people were sending us masks and you know, sending us messages on, hey, if you guys need anything, we'd love to send you to help out the movie. You know, they, they, the movie looks great. They wanted to help out any way they can. So even the fans were were sending us stuff and and willing to send us, you know, their merchandise. So that was very, we were very uh, generous over that. They were very generous, and we were very appreciative. Absolutely. Okay, folks, so we're down to about nine minutes. So, uh, Cody, quickly talk about some of the challenges of shooting at night. Oh, man. Uh, Nine minutes? I don't think that's long enough. Lighting. (laughs) How about lighting? Nine minutes? Uh, Yeah, lighting. uh, Just to name a few, uh, well, lights is is a huge factor in, in something like this, and uh, reaching the the winter the winter season is, is obviously the cold and uh, uh, being that this is a Friday Thirteenth film, we have scenes that uh, without leaking too much and spoiling too much, we do have scenes that take place uh, inside Camp Crystal Lake and, and physically inside the lake at night. Uh, so we're actually on the water in the winter at night and. Um, not to mention, I don't think we spoke about this too much, but not to mention a little bit more about these abandoned buildings and barns that we're shooting in. Um, you know, they're they're very, it's very awesome for the film. They're very creepy looking, but also they're actually some some of the abandoned buildings are very very dangerous to walk through. You know, some of the floors are very, you know, not as sturdy as they used to be, and uh, you know, there's a lot of debris laying around, and uh, you know, so I think when it comes down to the night scenes, you know, it's like not everything is on your side, you know, and, and lighting being a huge factor, you have to, you know, go out of our way and purchase these very, you know, movie, you know, professional lights to give us the necessary lighting for the scenes. And, you know, cold, the this, the, the, the winter months are going to be very brutal uh, during these night shoots. And like I said, I can't stress it enough, you know, it's brutal to get inside 30, 32, 
32 degrees uh, uh, pond lake and just having Jason coming out of the water uh, in the winter months is just that's barbaric enough as it is. You know? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the, the night teams are very challenging, but, you know, we, uh, we're bringing our A game and, we, you know, we're trying to uh, play safe and, you know, plan out the scenes, you know, just like we do any other scene. And, uh, you know, make sure we get in there and get out and make sure we get the right scenes, but also making sure everybody's um, ready to go. We also have a, uh, a RV that we're probably going to bring out to the location for some of the filming sites when it comes down to the winter months. We have a driving RV that I think we're going to bring out for the night scenes. If anybody wants to go inside the RV and warm up or if somebody gets covered in blood and they're done for the night, if they want to hop in the shower they want to grab something, some, you know, late night dinner, charge their phones. You know, we, we do have a driving RV that we're going to bring out for some of these night shoots. And, you know, some nights we may have to camp out. So we're going to camp out in the RV all night, you know, get up and shoot it again in the morning, you know. So that, that's, that's a nice little luxury that we have there. But uh, there's there's no uh, – I'll let, you, I'll let no, you guys camp out. I'll come back in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Chris, uh, a year from now, uh, where can you see this movie playing? Oh, well, I think, um, uh, you know, obviously this is going to be available on uh, online for free on YouTube. Um, you know, this, this, there's, uh, this is a, it's a fan film. You know, there are plenty of disclaimers about how we're, you know, we're obviously not able to make any sort of a profit off this. Um, so the number one thing is it's going to be available to anybody who wants to see it, whenever they want to see it. Um, I, I, I'd like to, uh, I know we've, we're still early on, but we have explored uh, to see if there are any film festivals that would be open to it. I know there's, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch. A lot of them have different parameters in terms of horror, uh, length of film, um, but we we have seen uh, a couple uh, that uh, for 2018 that we would probably like to um, to target and see if we could get it shown there. Uh, a year from now will be October, so it will be uh, be Halloween 2018, and and uh, people will be gearing up for for uh, for their Oktoberfest and their their trick or treating. So hopefully they'll be hungry to. Uh, to, to see it again, uh, and I, I know there's some, uh, uh, what is it, University Mall, Cody? What's it called? The theater? Uh, University Mall. University Mall has, has been generous enough to not only play the film for us there, but once the official trailer is dropped, they're going to show our trailer every single weekend to the Rocky Horror uh, Picture Show fans. They, they play Rocky Horror Picture Show there every weekend along with, uh, you know, horror films and non-horror films. So they're going to play our trailer every single weekend before the movie comes out. And once the movie finally is released, they're going to play the film at University Mall Theater um, for free. Which is it's by George free, Mason University. Free, free admission. Uh, I think the theater holds 200 people. And we plan on packing that thing on uh, premiere night. Nice, nice. Okay, and last question, uh, Chris. Uh, list all the ways fans can keep up with the production. 
Uh, well, I'm going to start, but I'm I'm going to have uh, Cody check in because I'm going to make sure I don't miss anything. We have a Voorhees Facebook page, which is open to everyone. I think it has about 500 uh, members or so, maybe a little bit more. I know we do a uh, Snapchat, which is a newer a newer thing we're trying from from we did it from a couple of shooting locations. Um, those are probably the main ones. Uh, Cody, do you have any more details? Yeah, you can uh, Voorhees uh, group page on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram, Webshares. Uh, you know, the Skype is very new, but that's been doing pretty well. Uh, also on Facebook, Web Paint Pictures. Yeah, Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I mean, almost anything uh, social media, Voorhees is on there. Instagram, Web Paint Pictures. Facebook, Voorhees group page, Snapchat, uh, you, you can find us on there and to follow the production. All right. Okay, Cody, Chris, it's been a real pleasure tonight. I learned a lot, and I wish you much success. Thank you very, Thank much. You very much. It was our pleasure to be on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, have a great night. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, bye-bye. Folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes a sound no one can find